Happy Friday, everyone. This is Avia Winters, the drama fiend, and welcome back to a K-drama analysis, in a sense. This is where we'll be talking about my reasons why I am enjoying Hello Me so far. So listen in. I just wanted to talk about my appreciation for this drama because it caught me by surprise. And of course, there are things about it that kind of annoys me. And also, I am not a fan of romance dramas, so romance comedies are also not something I am interested in. I like more mystery, crime, and sci-fi type dramas, so this one is that one that caught my attention. And it's rare. Never mind my undying love for Kim Young-gwang and his group of friends like Lee Soo-hyuk, who made a guest appearance in the first episode, and others like Kim Woo-bin and more, who are basically all from one of my first ever K-dramas called, uh, well, K-drama specials, which is called White Christmas. If you haven't watched it, please watch it. It's like all the great actors are in there. Um, I am really enjoying this character, Kim Young-gwang's character, as well as Ban Hani. So like a typical K-drama, Kim Young-gwang plays a chaebol, which means a really rich person. I thought maybe his character would be cringy, but with his big infectious smile, I find everything he does in this drama cute. Although him mooching off of an already poor adult Ban Hani is pitiful but also kind of hilarious. I like seeing him struggle financially because he's not really used to it. Oh, his character. And his father is trying to teach him a lesson which I think he should basically learn. It's, I think his lesson is being learned. And he so he keeps getting himself into these silly situations that ends up with him needing to cough up cash. Which is where we first meet him as well as Banhani. And that was in the holding cell due to being mistaken as a flasher after being kicked out of his home wearing nothing but underwear and a coat. Which I was thoroughly satisfied in watching. I thought his constant mooching would be annoying, like I mentioned, but it was, had me dying, ask him asking Banhani for a couple of, uh, like $10 or so. Maybe I am biased though. I do watch anything he's in, so yeah. When it comes to his family, for now, I don't think there's any secrets or anything lurking about his family other than his father is trying to change his son's behavior because he'll, he's like dying, I believe. Either that or he's losing his sight soon. So he's basically training Kim Young-gwang to, to become more responsible. I'm not here to speculate too much as I've only watched four episodes. And yes, I know episodes five and six have just come out, but I haven't watched them yet. Let's talk about Ban Hani, the adult version. Our Banhani doesn't live a perfect life. Like her male counterpart, she keeps getting involved in absurd situations, which can be funny at times, but for her, I find it annoying. For some certain situations, uh, I find it annoying. Like her employer guilt-tripping her into doing things like when he pretended to be on the phone with the new hire. I feel so bad for her, but I do think there is a reason why her life turned this way, but we'll talk about that in a bit. I do like how she tries to settle things and tries to deal with issues head on, but others are more forceful, like the incident with An Son Ni. He accused her of something ridiculous, yet, like taking a picture of him while he was using the bathroom, yet she didn't even recognize him and she spoke up about it to him and told him that he was mistaken, but I would have gotten frustrated and told him off. He didn't even pay her back for the camera he broke, which he could because he's famous, but he's cheap. Though, like, really cheap. I see how low her life is because she had lost her job, got accused of something ridiculous, and is living in her sister's home and living like a butler, and is also treated like crap by her sister as well. And Bonhani walked in the street and stood there as a vehicle came towards her. At that point, she gave up 
considering where her life was at the moment. However, she should just keep fighting because I know her mother still loves her and her nephew cares about her as well. She wasn't intending to attempt suicide, but she surely didn't move out of the way and she was going to kind of just let it happen, like I said. Bonhani kind of felt alone and useless and also unloved with a whole lot of guilt on her and considering everything that's happening in the world right now no one feels 100% so that's kind of like understandable what makes her life better is spending time with her younger self it seems before I talk about the last characters I do want to say that I thought her dancing in the the, um the octopus outfit was cute however the dance scene in the beginning in the next episode in episode two was cringy seeing the other characters dancing and I wasn't used to seeing some of them dance and they weren't great dancers i don't think we really needed to see that it's small i know i still don't understand why they showed that other than to show bonhani probably being in between life and death but the dancing was cringe so and sony anthony he is so annoying i find his character so distasteful and i think he's unable to redeem himself due to how nasty he was as a kid and also now as an adult He's so full of himself and he thinks he's so important. I do love the actor Um Moon Suk, just not the character. He's very unlikable, which in turn makes situations with him pretty hilarious. Yes, that was a turn. But him emptying his waist was gross but funny. And Yu Hyun, you know, Young Gwang's exchange was funny with the whole him Young Gwang needing money and um and Sony needing brand named items to look cool, but you know he didn't want to pay full price for it. Also, even though I do not like him and do not want him to start courting or competing for Bonhani's heart, I do think he works very hard to get what he wants and that's a good quality to have. He's not ruining another actor's career to get the lead role, yet he's appealing to the writer or I think she was a casting director. That's his only positive side and maybe he can be a good person if Bonhani is in his life. So let's talk about teen Bonhani. I don't read the synopsis once again, I've said this multiple times, but just in case if you don't listen to me. I only saw that Kim Young Gwang and Choi Kang Hee was in the drama, so I thought that Hello Me was about her meeting her adult self as an adult. So when a teeny version of herself came to 2020, I was kind of disappointed. I thought this would be annoying to have a whining teen causing trouble for Bon Hani for the adult Bon Hani, but I absolutely adore the teen version. She is so outspoken, lively, happy, and determined. I love how the two of them are so connected. Of course, they are the same person, but I love how adult Bonhani is changing and learning from her younger self. You know, who says that kids can't also teach adults some things or at least remind them who they once were or who they who they are. When teen Bonhani told adult Bonhani to stand up for herself and to speak up more, adult Bonhani listened. She told off her employer like she should have from the first time. It's a good thing that teen Bonhani came to rescue herself in the future. There is a secret adult Bonhani is keeping from her younger self though and I think she should continue to keep it but like all TV shows that secret will come out which is about her dad's death. So adult Bonhani is keeping the fact that she or they are the reason that their dad is dead. What's weird is that teen Bonhani hadn't asked her about her dad yet even after seeing her aged mother and also grandmother. I do think that adult Bonhani should keep the secret from her younger self because I think that adult Bonhani is having this deep 
guilt about causing her dad's death because he ran after her after she escaped. She jumped out of the car in the middle of the street. I believe that is when teen Bonhani's life, her bright personality became what it is today as an adult. Also, she was probably depressed due to the death of her father and didn't feel like doing anything and couldn't become an idol because her need for becoming an idol had a hand in her father's death. Like he wouldn't have been out there that night if it wasn't for her, technically. I do think Bonhani and her sister's relationship though is also ruined because of her sister's jealousy towards Bonhani, but also Bonhani didn't consider her sister's feelings, it seems. So her sister had pent up anger towards her. So this is why she treats Bonhani like the way she does now, which is like a butler. Also, because she probably blames Bonhani for the death of their father, just like the grandma does. Or I think the grandma does. The grandma hates her for some strange reason, and it has to be everything is linked to her father. The reason why her life is horrible is because of her guilt after her father's death. The reason why her mom and her grandma and her sister are not close because of the father. But also her sister and her were not close anyway, though. So let me talk about the love line real quick before I wrap it up. So like the majority of K-dramas, specifically romance K-dramas, the main characters have met once before their adult selves meeting each other again after so many years, which I figured there would be something like that because how else were they going to have Han Yoo-hyun fall for a woman he considers an Ajima or an old woman? He never looked at her like a potential love interest because of her style and her personality. But we'll also see Ansoni compete for her affection, which there's no need since he's a horrible person. But let me just say that Kim Young-gwan fits romance dramas perfectly and I cannot wait until our two main characters fall in love. Which is weird because once again, I am not a fan of romance and not just K-dramas, but all except LGBTQ plus love dramas. Conclusion. Overall, this drama is heartwarming with the lessons it's teaching you, like standing up for yourself and forgiving yourself. How long is Banhani going to allow herself to be treated this way when she's been paying back what she sort of was at fault for for years? But you can't really put that on a teen anyway. I'm pretty sure her grandma and sister didn't help Banhani grieve in any way and made her feel even worse about the accident. I think it would be cool to eventually have young Bonhani go back and change what happened to her dad and maybe live a better life and therefore changing her future. But I believe the lesson here is that you can't change the past. You just have to move forward and make the best of the now. And this is the reason why I am enjoying and loving this drama because the life lessons is teaching me and also the comedy. I will be watching the next episodes after this. I think I will finish this whole drama. But anyways, that is all for tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Friday as well. I was supposed to do Times drama, but it reminded me of Kairos. So I don't know if you really want me to rant about the comparison of the two because Times is good, but it's just like a repeat of Kairos, to be honest. I'm sorry. Until now, it's been Avio Winters. Please take a listen to the other podcast episodes. I have uploaded over the past three, four months. Stay safe out there, everyone, wherever you are in this massive, massive world. Laters.